0: Hi folks and thanks for listening to this Tortoise Shack podcast. A little bit of housekeeping before we kick off. As you know, the Tortoise Shack has no ads, no sponsors and relies entirely on you, dear listeners, to keep the show on the road. Uh, We are asking you, if you can, while you're listening to this podcast, to click that Patreon link and see if there's a level that fits your budget that helps keep these mics on. We appreciate every cent we get and you get a ton of extra content for it. This week alone, Lynn Boylan joined me to talk about the 50 euro credit we're all getting because we've been subsidizing large energy users, i.e. the corporate sector. Uh, We had a great conversation with Colombian journalist Nicholas de Lial on the huge crisis, the deadly crackdown on protests and the crisis in Peru. Rory Heron talked about inequality and how it's shortening lives and ending lives. And myself and Martin had a, one of those exclusives that will stay forever behind the paywall on the return of one Bertie Heron. All of those are available on that Patreon feed now in one place as well as our entire back catalogue. And it's all plea free, so you don't have to listen to me beg, but beg I must and beg I will Uh, rattle the bucket one more time. Please click the link while you're listening to this pod. We need you guys to help pay it forward. Thanks very much and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Echo Chamber podcast. My name is Tony Groves and I'm back talking about a subject that when we covered it last year. I have to be honest, and this is no offense to the, to our guests, but I was really taken aback by how warmly it was received and welcomed by our listeners. And that is tinnitus, because it is, again, t- National Tinnitus uh, Week, which is the 6th to the 12th of February. And uh, when you look at it, you know, we kind of think, is this something that's, you know, it's not something that bothers a lot of people, but it's nearly 10% of people in the country have tinnitus, 1% have a debilitating form of it and it is quite uh, life-altering for many of those people who fall somewhere in that spectrum. Uh, So I'm delighted to be rejoined on the podcast by friend of the pod, audiologist and a specialist in tinnitus, Frank McGrath. Frank, how are you? It's good to see you.
1: Great to see you too, uh, Tony. All good. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, you're you're very good to do this, and it's tinnitus awareness week, and there isn't enough awareness of tinnitus. So I appreciate you. Uh, well,
0: uh, could you? I sent you some of the messages. The amount of people last year who said I listened to the podcast that my aunt is suffering with this. I was listening to the podcast. My that's something. My 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 brother. You know, and it was all. It was genuinely. Everybody seemed to know someone. Who was suffering from it. And so, I don't know if we can just, first of all, I suppose you rewind the tape back. Not everybody listened to us last year. What is tinnitus and 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 um, how, as, as a specialist, what do you recommend to people who think they might have
1: it? Real simple tinnitus is a noise in your head or in your ears that uh, isn't happening in the world around you, uh, it doesn't need to be diagnosed. Uh, you don't need to go to a specialist to have it diagnosed. If you have noises in your head and they're not associated with anything in the outside world, that's tinnitus. Very same as if you have a runny nose, it doesn't need to be diagnosed you have a runny nose. That's what tinnitus is. And 90% of tinnitus is, in fact, possibly more than 90% uh, percent of tinnitus is associated with hearing loss. And it could be temporary. And if it is fantastic, Uh, the hearing loss will be sorted and the tinnitus will go away. Or if it is a long-term hearing loss, well, what can be done about it is the first thing is you go and you get yourself tested, get a hearing test, go to an audiologist. That's the first step. And the second step is to understand that Something can be done about it. Don't listen to the old wives' tales that all God you know, tinnitus you can't do. You just have to put up with. Wrong. You don't have to. So uh, those are the uh, two important messages. And um, there's an enormous amount of misinformation about tinnitus, not just in general with the the, the rubbish that you see on on um, on, on on the internet. Um, even among the medical community, uh, there's still this belief that, oh, God, you know, the tinnitus, uh, <coughs> it's almost a life sentence. You you can do nothing for it. There's a, an enormous amount of assistance out there. Uh, and the very same way, the, 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 the thing you will hear is, oh, oh, there's no cure for tinnitus. There's no cure for uh, tooth decay. But that Mm -hmm. doesn't stop people going to the dentist and getting looked after. There's no uh, cure for many forms of uh, eyesight impairment. That doesn't mean that you sit at home and, and you bump into the walls and you can't read a book. You go to the optician. It's very same with tinnitus. Just because you may have a form of tinnitus which, inverted commas, cannot be cured, just mean it cannot be helped and helped enormously. And in some cases... Uh, it can be, inverted commas, cured. Why it can't be cured, I'll I'll explain to you now in a minute, but rather than me just wrap it on nonstop. No, no,
0: no, no. I think actually that's a really interesting point because some of the the reading that I've done around it shows that you can, if you have symptoms of tinnitus, and it's very easy, that is, that definition is very simple. It's a noise that exists in your head or in your ear that's not in the world. So you have a ringing in your ears, commonly what people will say, you know, that that's the phrase that we'd often hear most often, mm. but sometimes that could be associated with you could have something in your ear canal that leads to a block, a buildup of wax, for example, mm, exactly, and, that, yeah. and that may reoccur and that may reoccur, but you can, it doesn't stop you going to get it treated, uh, you know, and exactly. Uh, th- yeah. Yeah so so you don't have to just sit there and and suffer it because sure look you know uh, that that's uh, that that's that's your uh, that's your lot in life
1: exactly and until such time as you get it evaluated um not by a GP and I'm, I've all the I've great time for GPs I love GPs they do a fantastic job uh they have very hard jobs to do, but <clears throat> if you have a toothache, you're not going to go to a GP. If you have a, a problem with your eyesight, okay, you might go to the GP, but you know eventually you're going to go to an optician. Same with your ears, go to an audiologist, and uh, it might be something that could be fixed very, very easy, very, very quickly. And so certainly, uh, uh, first port call if is if, if there's pain involved and extreme distress, you always. Always go to your GP, but uh, make sure you have um, marked in there on your calendar a visit to your audiologist as well. Mm-hmm. In terms of um, this myth or this, this thing, oh, there's no cure for tinnitus. The reason for there being no cure for tinnitus is that, well, so there is only one cure for tinnitus, and that is um, your, your life ceases. You stop living because tinnitus is internal noise. It's in noise uh, mostly inside in your brain that's there because you're alive. So your brain is receiving and sending signals from every part of your body It's making decisions. And all of the, that energy in your brain creates uh, electrical uh, impulses that send off little radio uh, waves. And that radio noise can uh, that, that electrical noise can be picked up or is picked up by our auditory system and can be decoded but we have for the most part natural filters neurological filters built into our brain to filter that out and uh, there was something on the, the the radio, one of the radio programs last week about um, Microsoft's new anechoic chamber, a massive, big, huge room where there's absolutely no sound. If you take any person who's never heard tinnitus and put them into a room like that, an anechoic chamber, you will hear tinnitus because what happens is your brain sees that there's no signal coming from the ears anymore and shrugs his shoulders and says, "That's. I can't be right. There has to be a signal there somewhere. So your brain goes looking for a signal. And all of a sudden you start to hear your uh, blood streaming through your body. You start to hear your heartbeat. Every single breath you take, you hear your breath. And then you start to hear the electrical noise from your brain. And most people within five or ten minutes of uh, all of this happening, uh, they're banging on the door pleading to get out because there's an absolute cacophony of noise inside in your head that um, um, is nowhere around you. It's all within you. Because what's happened is your, your brain is kind of frantic, knows that there should be a signal there from the ears, So it starts switching off neural filters that filter out all of this uh, internal background noise that's going on with you, and um, those filters are kind of like what you get with uh, noise cancelling he- uh, headphones. So the headphones pick up uh, extraneous noise from outside, cancel it out, so as you can listen to the the, the nice <clears throat> music uh, that's coming through your headphones. Very similar sort of, uh, I'm doing this in a very simplistic way. Yeah,
0: no, but I think it's actually quite interesting because the idea then of like exposing yourself to it, first of all, you could, if you're saying to someone is already uncomfortable after a few minutes, it, it kind of, it, it's terrible to say, but that's that kind of walk a mile in my shoes kind of logic as well. Mm. Um But, but if we can then, knowing that obviously you're saying there are treatments available. I've seen them range from everywhere from, as, as I said, you know, um, interventions, whether they be medical uh, um, to, you know, uh, CBT cognitive behavioral therapy and the likes. What what kind of treatments are
1: more typical in, in, in your line of work? Okay, CBT is fantastic. But <clears throat> if you start from uh, basic principles, 90% or more of tinnitus cases uh, are, are brought about. they're a symptom of uh, a hearing loss. Uh, the official term that's used is a, a peripheral lesion in hearing, but uh, the simple term is a hearing loss. So if uh, it's a symptom of hearing loss, if you treat the hearing loss, then you treat the tinnitus. So if it's something simple as uh, wax blockage, you can take out the wax blockage. Hearing is fixed, tinnitus is fixed. If it's something more complicated, like a buildup of fluid in the middle ear, build up of fluid in the middle ear is fixed, the hearing is fixed, the tinnitus is fixed. If it's something more complicated whereby uh it's permanent, uh there's permanent damage to the 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 hearing, such as the the, the cochlea, the inner hearing nerve, if there's damage there. Well, look at yo, know, if you need hearing aids, you need hearing aids. And Lo and behold, you fix your hearing. And for most people who need hearing aids, they wear their hearing aids, they don't hear their tinnitus anymore. If I divert just for one time, please do go second. Um I know it's my 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 uh, specialist area, and everybody thinks their world is the most important uh, uh, place uh, uh, in existence. But this
0: is why, this is why we talked to you, Frank, because you are very passionate
1: about it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's another way of saying it. I'm a bore. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, I'll take i take that. Um, People don't understand how important sound is. Uh, whether you're a human being or a, a worm, sound vibrations are vital to us. And if you are born and uh, reach an age uh, whereby your brain uh, has has adapted to sound, has become used to sound, uh, it it becomes a a vital pillar of your uh, interaction with the world around you. So much so that if you lose sound, if you lose hearing at a later stage in life, it has uh, enormous repercussions uh, in terms of your uh, neurological health. So much so that a person with uh, an unaided uh, hearing loss is much more prone to uh, dementia and, uh, and short-term memory loss uh, uh, to the factor of about five. A person with uh, a moderate to severe hearing loss, if they don't look after it, you're five times more likely to suffer uh, dementia. You're twice as likely to end up in hospital as uh, a result of a fall. Uh, uh, accidents are, are much more likely to happen because apart from not being able to uh Understand speech as well. You're not as aware of your surroundings. So uh, when a, a, um, a twig breaks, uh, you can't help yourself. You, you automatically turn your head and you try to investigate the uh, direction that that sound came from. So <clears throat> your entire motor system, your response, your 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 uh, conscious uh, uh, awareness is. Constantly being fed signals from your auditory system to keep you uh, uh, in tune with what's going on around you. Things that you can't see, you know, uh, noises from behind you. Those footsteps—are they coming towards you or are they going away? Uh, uh, the sound of the car coming one direction, the bicycle the other direction. You're, you're aware of all these things, um, and you're responding to all these things, and and uh, it's uh, it happens automatically. We're, we're just we just take it for granted. So if you take sound away from a person whose brain has developed uh, uh, with sound as a... I
0: I don't want to use it. Sorry to push in, but it's just that kind of the idea that I get. If, if you, if you are used to having these support network, I suppose yeah, like evolutionary does. support network, maybe mm-hmm. is, is it, is it? And if you remove that, it can, uh, yeah, you can see how we, we, we people would struggle. I know I'd bloody well struggle with it, but maybe think, you know, but none, as I say, like when you, when you put the importance of sound, then if it's not a, if, if you don't take sound away and you just say you diminish it. Like if it's gradually developing hearing loss or it's tinnitus or it's the like that was also you know i I have someone dear to me who has a chronic pain condition, and quite often because the chronic pain condition can't be seen they 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 are felt to sure what is wrong with that that person, you know and yeah. and that is also so there's 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 these kind of and like this, if i could if if I'm standing with you, Frank, and you have this ringing in your ears, and I can't hear it. Um absolutely
1: right. You're hundred percent on the nail. And that chronic pain, uh, tinnitus is is very much related to that type of sensation. And um some people are able to tolerate it, others can't, and um Similar to pain, it's uh, it's hidden, you can't see it, uh, and people cope, uh, and sometimes it just uh, wears them down. And this trite um, trope that's thrown out to people, you'll just have to put up with that. Uh, that should not, never, ever uh, be said to somebody who has tinnitus, ever. Uh, no more than you should say to somebody who has chronic pain. Uh, you just have to put up with it. So there is treatment. And why I was um, harping on so much about uh, hearing loss there a moment ago, and how <clears throat> uh, what a, a profound impact it has on people. If you have tinnitus and it's there a long time, there's a, a very high, like a ninety percent chance that you, that you have a hearing loss as well. And uh, so you know. Uh, go get yourself tested. And if you need hearing aids, that's number one priority. If you need hearing aids, you need hearing aids and you should be wearing them. And there's fantastic supports in Ireland. So uh, if you need hearing aids, uh, there's a thousand euro grant there for the vast majority of people who have um, uh, full PRSI uh, entitlements. Uh, so you might not have to pay for hearing aids at all. And hearing aid technology has moved on so fast. Uh, and uh, um, so even very good, even if you do have to pay, uh, hearing aids are much less expensive than they used to be in the past. So. And don't we're not
0: to, and we're talking about much I don't mean to, you know much sort of slicker devices from, oh, from
1: very cool and um not only just very cool uh the, the they look good uh but also you the Bluetooth connectivity connect them to your phone, you can stream audio, take your phone calls on them. It's uh yeah ah, here. <laughs> and the sound quality is amazing. So you can listen, you have Spotify. Uh, playing away in the background, you're going for your walk, uh, wearing your hearing aids. Uh, it's, it's the bee's knees. It's brilliant.
0: I, 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 I you know, it's, 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 it's gas to think of it in those terms. But of course, why shouldn't it be? Why shouldn't yeah, it be? We have the exactly, technology. Yeah. We, 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 we have the ability and why shouldn't you will be able to avail of that? Um, inter- can I just ask a question? You've referenced people who are long suffering. Do you think we do a bad job of communicating to people that are long suffering? It, it, and I, and I mean this kind of across whether it be, you know, you often hear on the, you know, the, you know, get yourself checked for, you know, uh, men get yourself checked for this, women get yourself checked for this. Do we, we don't, we, the only sort of ads I ever hear for 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 hearing tend to be from the providers of of hearing aid services, not not so much from the state or from the, the HSE.
1: Yeah, I, I that I don't understand that at all. I understand why commercial entities have to go out and advertise their wares, but hearing is a, a fundamental sense. It is an important part of your well being. And um, there's so many things have affected hearing. Okay, we have health and safety, and people are wearing um, hearing protection now when they're doing certain jobs. But um, the research is going on in the UK and, uh, and further afield. Uh, somewhere in the region of uh, 12% of people who suffer COVID, even if they have no uh, COVID uh, symptoms whatsoever, will suffer auditory damage. Uh, And that can vary from uh, mild to uh, I've even had uh, a number of young people, people in their uh, early 40s, late 30s, who have gone from uh, excellent hearing to now wearing hearing aids as a result of having had tinnitus. So this long COVID thing has all sorts of different effects. Uh, One of them is, unfortunately, auditory damage. Uh, that is not generally uh, publicised. It needs to be.
0: Uh, I've actually, I have seen it on an NHS site. I'm pretty sure that there's a link from long COVID as one of the things can be tinnitus, but I haven't seen it. I think that was an NHS sort of. Um, Symptom sheet, maybe I read so, uh, but I'd have, it's certainly not something that, that I, I've seen wider uh, in the wider um, society discussed.
1: In fairness, the NHS are brilliant. Uh, unfortunately, our own health system is so much in crisis at the moment that important things like uh, hearing loss and tinnitus uh, are almost like pushed to one side now at this stage. So um, really, if you're looking for information, you have to look uh outside of uh, this island. And uh, unfortunately, you know, um, th- th- there's so much wrong. It almost feels that uh, talking about tinnitus today is like um, a sideshow. It shouldn't be uh, because it is very important to people. And uh, well, it's just a sheer number of people affected. Th- th- there could be as many as, I don't know, 700,000 people in Ireland suffering from tinnitus. It's a big number. Mm. And um, uh, there could be as many as you know, a uh, hundred thousand or more who are who are suffering severely, and that goes all the way uh, from lack of concentration uh, right the way through to uh, uh, loss of sleep. Mm-hmm. And there, regardless of what you, way you are suffering, there's help for everybody. And even if you're not suffering, you should get tested anyway. Uh, I just I, I have had people come into me who've had tinnitus for uh, more than a decade uh, and they've been told, yes, your hearing is normal. And to all intents and purposes, their hearing was normal. But those, you can still see uh, that little notch uh, where some of their hearing isn't as good as the rest of their hearing. And their brain, I'll uh, come to this uh, in a moment or two, their brain sees that. And the neural um, filters, which would normally uh, kick in and uh, stop the brain noise uh, filtering through, all of a sudden um, shut off and allow brain noise through. And they fill that little gap. And a person with normal hearing has tinnitus. Now, what do they do? do? Well, they, they go get tested. I can prove to them. I can switch off the, the majority of people, I suppose, eight out of 10, nine out of 10 who come into my clinic, while they're there, if they have their tinnitus while they're in the cl- uh, clinic, I can switch it off or lower it down for them and, and show them how uh, their, their hearing is the cause of their tinnitus. And once they can uh, experience that, they know now that, that there is a means of uh, of taking control And it's up to you then after that, I can go through uh, uh, with them what is the best option for them. It might not be hearing aids at all. It might be a completely different um, uh, solution. But one thing we always try to do, whether you need hearing aids or not, is to get you to go through uh, what you mentioned earlier on, a CBT. And it sounds terrible. Uh, but it isn't, uh, uh, we try and make it easy for people like five, a five minute exercise on a daily basis. Mm. And what we're trying to do is to get the person to switch those filters back on again. And we get them to go through a little five minute exercise on a daily basis, whereby they're able to put into perspective, uh, um, or we're, we're allowing their, um, brains, their auditory system to put into perspective. what this tinnitus sound is like in the hierarchy of sounds. So it's unimportant. And we're uh, able to talk them through and show them and demonstrate a little uh, um, exercise whereby they have a nice sound that they're listening to, that they can uh, like and listen to while at the same time they're experiencing their tinnitus to some level. Mm. And in doing that in a nice environment on a daily basis, you start to uh, train your auditory system into understanding that the tinnitus is not an important sound. And I have people who have had tinnitus for years, who after it might be six weeks, it might be six months, it might be 18 months, they come in and say, it's gone. Mm. I can't hear it anymore. Mm. Or they might say, yeah it's there all right but, uh, but I have to I have to stop and look and for it.
0: and and I know when you mentioned CBT CBT saying it, but that is kind of part of the philosophy with some some parts of it are where you have to place something and I, I'm going to use this rudimentary kind of idea for people to try to visualize it imagine taking something that's to the front of your head and placing it at the back. And so now it's, it's, that's, it's no longer down the list of priorities. So if you open a filing cabinet, it's now at the back of the filing cabinet when you open and there's exactly. other things, there's other things at the front. So there is that, 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 and I, I think that's I and the idea that that can work for people. Um, I, I, I don't think we should be shocked by that because, you know, the brain, the human body. It's a remarkable thing if we if uh, if if we give it the, the space and the time to to to, to work it, work itself out, you know.
1: Exactly. If you take just a few seconds uh, on on a daily basis, just to uh, take in the environment that you're in, uh, we'll see that we are remarkable creatures for all the sensations that we have. But when it comes to sound, uh, if you stand out in your back garden or in the street or whatever, if you stop for a moment and listen. There's loads of sounds there that we didn't even realize were there. So you can hear the the birds in the distance. You hear the traffic in the distance. The wind in the trees. Uh, just before you you uh, stopped and, and and listened for all that. If somebody said, "Can you hear any sounds?" And you say, "No, it's very quiet. I can't hear anything at all." Hmm. But you were hearing all that, and you can do the same. Something very very similar with tinnitus, whereby the tinnitus is there. The signals. The, uh, the, the those uh, brain waves are still generating electromagnetic uh, radiation that your auditory system is picking up, but you're able to change the priority of that sound into, like, traffic in the distance. Mm. So it's there, but it's down at a very, very low priority, so you don't even really realize it's there.
0: Um, look, Frank, I, I'm, I'm conscious of time, but I want to, first of all, say, for if you, say, you said it's hard to find, sometimes it may be hard to find people to give you the treatment plan that you need. So where should people be looking? First of all, if people wanted to find you, where would people find you, where, where would they find colleagues like you?
1: I'm up around the Northeast, Dundalk, Drogheda, Cavan, uh, uh, Mead, all that area. And um, so if you want to find me, uh, if you look for earcareclinics.ie, uh, our website is uh, only in development at the moment, but you'll find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but if you were looking for, <clears throat> excuse me, others, if you go onto the ISHA website, the Irish Society of Hearing Aid Audiologists, ISHAA.ie, there's a full directory of, of uh, audiologists there, the length and breadth of the country. And uh, you'll you'll find somebody in your area that uh, uh, should be able to help you.
0: Yeah, no, uh, and I'll, I'll put that link in. As I said, I, I, When you mentioned it again uh, about this, I was, I said to you, God, last week or last year, everybody loved this because they knew someone. And we heard, we heard people then coming back and saying, you know, that they hadn't even, they suffered for a number of years and never thought of an audiologist. They thought of, you know, as you said, that they've, they've, they've gone, they've spoken to someone and they've, and they've decided this is my lot. Now I have to, now I have to live with it. Mm, So the message, if nothing else, people take away from this is maybe, um, If you're if you know someone or you are someone, think just check out that website and see if there's if it's worth making an appointment. And what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose?
1: Uh, Give us a call, send us a message. There's one thing. uh, just uh, um, flying my own flag and and, absolutely uh, uh, toot my own trumpet. Uh, people who have difficulty sleeping. Mm. I have designed and developed a hearing aid that you can wear in bed. There's lots of people who get on great with their hearing aids, uh, calms down their tinnitus. But then over the years, they were saying to me, She's I got to bed and I have to take out the hearing aids and my tinnitus is raging away and I can't get to sleep. So I, uh, it's the only one that exists. I've been trying to uh, get uh, companies interested in building this uh and nobody's interested but i can make them if you're having difficulty give us a shout i've tested and trialed these i have people that i can refer you to are wearing my sleep aids if you like don't call them that yeah uh, people who've who've tried literally everything or right the way through to um medication uh they're off people who were on medication are off it now they're able to wear these at night and sleep uh and uh, not have a bother so um uh, certainly if you have any difficulty sleeping uh with tinnitus uh get in touch uh i i have a solution and uh i'll be able to help the vast majority of people will be able to help
0: that's brilliant thanks so much for this and thanks for the time again frank and as i said the fo- folks look i I was taken aback last year when we did this. So I said, absolutely, we'll do it again, because who knows? It might help half a dozen people. It might it might help 25 people, whatever. It doesn't matter. One person is enough. And that's the way we that's the rule we work on here. And um, we are back tomorrow with uh, Aidan Regan, UCD's Aidan Regan, to to get back into more. Uh, further away from tinnitus. Anyway, it'll be, Frank, it'll be more
1: more back in politics and soci- social policy. But nonetheless, uh, diff- different type of um, uh, intolerable noise. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks,
0: thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you all very, very soon. Take care. Bye, bye. Thanks, civilian Take care. Tony
1: and Martin, Martin and Tony, speaking to interesting people only. It's the Echo Chamber podcast. Subscribe now on Patreon.